0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Talking City podcast for the Manchester Evening News. I'm your host, Rich Fay, and I'm delighted to be joined once again by Simon Baikowski. Hello. And by Charlotte Dunker. Hello. And you both look tanned. You've been down on the south coast enjoying the football, a trip to Bournemouth. Was it as pleasurable as it looked, Charlotte?
0: yeah I think you can't ask for a better... the city fans couldn't have asked for a better away day Um August trip down to the south coast one of the hottest bank holidays I think they've ever had and city got the three points what more do they want?
1: Was it a stereotypical yeah. seaside town Bournemouth was the rock was the donkeys what?
0: I didn't see any donkeys I saw there was lots of rock places to buy rock so two pe P- donkeys on the pitch 2p yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> machines. Personal favourite. This is obviously before the game. Yeah, we we had to soak you, in. We had to soak in the local atmosphere just to get some colour. Yeah.
1: What did you own any of the arcade machines?
0: Yeah. Did you? Um, I did actually. Two, but obviously two p machines. Ten p machines, pushing it a bit too far. Yeah, not yeah. Money.
2: We yeah. I didn't win. I, I ended up winning a laptop on mine. Oh yeah. yeah I had forgotten mine t- when I drove down, and uh, you know, thought I'd go on the two p machine. Sipping point <laughs> in a laptop. Make sure I can cover the game. I always hated T- ever point. professional.
1: My least favorite TV. Question.
0: I mean, of all the things we have to remember to take on an away day, yeah, the, well, the, exactly. the, the only thing we actually have to remember. Yeah. Is a laptop and probably a laptop charger, but you could even get away without the charger because the other person should hopefully have yeah. one.
2: Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It's unforgivable. I mean, you forgot some stuff going down there, but
0: we're not getting into that. No, oh, very
1: open ended.
2: That. Not sure. we... <laughs> I
1: mean, send your send your, <laughs> to
2: that on your postcard if you want. It wasn't as important as a laptop, so it was fine.
1: Mm. Mm. So let the listeners know, sorry, si, the ones that don't follow you on Twitter.
2: So you, mm. f- you were traveling down to Bournemouth. Traveling down to Bournemouth, five-hour drive couldn't get the train because um we couldn't get back we couldn't get back because there was a train strike on uh, the sunday get about an hour into the journey just bombing it on the m6 down but past legally, legally. legally, legally well, yeah but on. you know right to the limit there's an open road whereas the, the road to the motorway has not been as open and uh, suddenly think i'm going down to cover a game not just to see some friends I should probably have my work bag with my laptop in. And
0: did was... you not have your work
2: bag at all? No, no. Oh, Simon. So what what was in your work bag? What, 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 do you didn't have accreditation? Um, do you have that with you? I had that with me. Um, but I didn't have, I didn't have the Ethernet cable that proved invaluable to Charlotte the next day.
0: Yeah, it did. Um
2: I didn't have my power cable. I didn't have any sort of... Your laptop. Microphones or, yeah.
0: Never mind all that.
2: Basically anything that would let me cover the game. Was this on the match day or the day before? The day before the match day. And had I been longer in my journey to Bournemouth, I may not have gone back. What would you have done then? I would have sort of borrowed a... I won't bore you with the details, but we would have made a...
1: Made arrangements.
2: <laughs> yeah, so uh, so, but I thought, you know, I'm gonna have to be professional here and travel back to get my laptop. That's what, so it was, um, so, it was a seven hour journey rather than a five hour journey. So
1: professionalism off the pitch and professionalism on it as well. Well, it was.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, we're done with my story now.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> was. It was a it was a professional performance from City, but it just didn't click for them. Really, it wasn't. They played a lot better against Spurs. The Weekend before, and obviously, we know what happened there. They should have won, they didn't. And then they won this weekend without really hitting top gear. The way that Bournemouth played, um, it stopped them. The free flowing, nice football we're used to seeing City playing, we didn't really see much of that. But uh, a physical because, game, do you think as that's Guardia because City said,
1: played poorly or because Bournemouth played well and did their game? I don't apparently.
0: think, but the way Bournemouth played allowed City to to play the way they they're used to and the way that they wanted they played Gundogan in that play, uh, deep lying midfielder role as the playmaker and he just couldn't start didn't seem to be able to start any City attacks and once Bournemouth realised that and were on to that I think that caused City problems but did it really cause them problems well no because they won and that's the main yeah. thing
1: maybe I guess it says how Good City are you know, that a 3-1
2: defeat probably is like a good Win. result for Bournemouth. But uh, Yeah, he, he, well, I mean, if, if Pep's listening to this podcast... As I'm he, sure he is. As he probably I'm sure is. he will have tuned off after that first. Because that,
1: that, <laughs> that, that, that opening dragged.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, he will be He'll be very happy because, you know, he doesn't like it when you talk about things just based on results. He doesn't think, oh, we've won, so we're great. And we came away from the 2-0 draw with Tottenham, actually saying City of fantastic Mm. Um, and watching them on Sunday you just sort of think hang on a minute they've got this problem this problem this problem this problem and this problem and it it shows how strong they are that they can still win 3-1
0: and he alluded to that in his press conference after he said yeah, we won, which is the main thing, and it's it's good to win, it's good to win and make mistakes because now they can work on the mistakes that they made and improve on their performances. And they've not sacrificed any points while making those mistakes. So, yeah, it wasn't spectacular performance. It's not one that everyone's going to remember, but the main point is that they won.
2: Chatty post match, wasn't it?
0: Oh yeah, we had a ninety second uh, Pep Guardiola press conference after the game in which um, it's hard to convey in a story his answer to the question about the whether David Silva should have had a penalty, which most people in the world think he should have, apart from VAR, decided no. He answered very, very sarcastically saying, no, 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 penalty, no. What do you mean? Of course, it was an obvious handball last week against Laporte. So he's still not over the handball last week. And uh, I think he definitely thought David Silva, like everyone else, should have had a penalty. And that was about the... Uh, how,
2: how long How long did he speak after Spurs, for instance, just to give a... Like, to say minutes, probably
0: eight to nine minutes after Spurs and then second, we had 90 seconds after, <laughs> after Bournemouth after and someone asked a legitimate question about VAR as in they had the they had the briefings didn't they and the question was when you had the briefings about VAR were you told there might be issues such of such as this is that they only see one angle blah blah and his reply was ask the VAR people <laughs>
1: And then He's good at silence. That, isn't silence.
0: Is that your favourite pep mood? Um, sassy. Oh, about the, the He was asked about Aguero's oh. finishes. <laughs> oh, uh, they've got another two goals for Aguero. And he went, yeah. <laughs> he scored goals before,
2: <laughs> which, which is what savage. A, but true. I mean, it's hard because, like, sometimes, I don't know, you don't always ask the best questions to him. And sometimes well, the, so sounds, the way you can yeah. phrase questions is like can be improved upon or you
1: always think that after a question don't you think can i have i have asked that better? yeah but you, you
2: just you need a bit of give and take and you know sometimes a question like that you're just saying look aguero's won you the game speak a bit about how he's won you the game yeah. and uh a just, little
0: sassy reply
2: yeah I, there was, he did he did the uh, the radio interviews and the one of the guys who was there asked him a question and got like a three word response it was something like ask the VAR and he was a bit taken back so he moved on to like a gentler question and he got a one word response
0: because at the end they said Alex who is the press officer said any more questions and I think everyone just sort of looked and thought <laughs> what is the point no, not because yeah. what are we what's he going to say out of this he clearly wasn't happy
1: or do you think he's trying to get out on the beach trying to Top his talent up.
0: I mean, I think he probably just... It's a long, long, long journey home. I think yeah. maybe I love he just...
2: To... They, they, love, they love Manchester, Rich. You That's know, true, they could actually. have gone away to way to Spain for training, but they love Manchester. I
0: think it took us six hours to get home, did it? Five.
2: Five. Five no. with a stop.
0: Never been very good at maths no Five of a counting
1: to six is quite difficult though isn't it Charlotte? so <laughs> we'll let you off on that one thankfully you had to count to three on the weekend for city goals uh, what did you what did you make of it you said that Pep didn't have much to say about Sergio Aguero but yourself it was his 400th goal in his uh, senior career how impressed were you with him was it I hope so I don't know I Believe that.
0: so. where have you pulled that from
2: good stat that
0: Opta to Rich has arrived
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's his 400th goal right Barambi's Buram, oh, nodding yeah
2: very good 400th goal Best in his senior career
0: um, yeah a, a good performance from him I didn't think he was that good against um, Spurs obviously managed to score and then he had that Barney with Pep on the side of the pitch Uh, Gabriel Jesus is out with a hamstring injury. We don't know how serious that is. So he is going to be the one that has to lead the line. So it's good for City that he's in good goal-scoring form. And I thought him and David Silva, well, David Silva was miles ahead of everyone else, but the pair of them were probably City's best players on Sunday.
1: Yeah, so we said last week on the podcast that was Aguero maybe who's been one of the most disappointing players this season in fact maybe because Hazes has been so good as well but Aguero didn't quite look up to it but I guess that's the brilliance of Aguero that he can just turn it on like that and when the chances come there's still probably no no one better in the Premier League at finishing
2: then. Yeah especially that third one which was a bit of a Blur as to like. I initially thought Silver had scored it, but it was just like the ball. Oh, well,
0: because the angle from where where we were sat, the angle, it looked like David Silver had scored, yeah. and we went, "How on earth has he has he scored from there?" And then you watch the replay and realise
2: he yeah. didn't. Both goals just ultimate poacher. I mean, I can't. I don't know. do He wasn't great against Spurs. I don't think he was brilliant against Bournemouth, but he, he just scores goals. He's got.
0: Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't brilliant on Sunday was he but, no, but he scored twice uh, so.
2: and I think that really summed up um the game someone said it on Twitter better than than I can but they sort of said Bournemouth played better than City but City've got better players and that was why why they won the game and it is nice well, having- that
0: Bournemouth goal
2: yeah, yeah. It was like um, against Tottenham, they had everything but the finishing, and against Bournemouth, they had not very much but the finishing.
0: Well, it was at half time of the of the game on Sunday. They had the what to call him? Compare no. The the, uh, the,
2: the, the match answer. day.
0: Right, so the he, match answer. Yeah, so he comes on and he's <laughs> like, "Oh, Bournemouth, Bournemouth, are, are unlucky to be um, two, two one down." it's been two tap-ins versus an absolute goal of the season and then he's like so talking about how City have got no fans uh, how they have empty seats at the stadium how Kyle Walker should have been sent off this is just a guy who's trying yeah. to talk through a kids penalty shootout he's <laughs> yeah. just firing digs in it. Yeah. City it was just bizarre
2: enjoy your goal of the season contender while you take it home. Good, no points last it was good though should it was very good yeah, it, yeah. oh
0: the free yeah. the free kick it was great I
2: know it's not our place but I don't get why Liverpool loaned them out again no No, that's
0: for that's for a whole different podcast. But
1: um, as the uh, the bitter match announcer said, Charlotte, they could have maybe have had a red cards and penalties and all that. Uh, What did you make of the decisions that went City's way? Perhaps
0: when Edison went charging out, I think it was just a bit of a (laughs) "What is he doing?" moment, and I think a yellow card was probably fair. I think
1: yeah, there was cover, wasn't there? Yeah, I
0: think. Kyle Walker maybe was lucky to stay on, but out of the two if one of them was going to get sent off yeah, I would have said Walker but Walker just looks absolutely on one since the start of the <laughs> season doesn't he like he's just bombing forward charging into people it's like he's a man possessed
1: I guess the Cancelo signs maybe getting the kick at the backside as well to know yeah, f- game. fair
0: play to him because in that Spurs game Vieira yeah, was out jumped for, for the second goal but going forward he was quite impressive and he does look to have improved especially what, as he's been like publicly berated by his manager on more than one occasion in pre-season. So he seems to have taken it on board. So maybe this, them signing Cancelo is what he needed to give him a push.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What A push into flying into people.
2: I don't know. It's hard because Charlotte wrote a piece on him after Tottenham because we, we gave him a bit of stick in pre-season when Guardiola gave him a lot of stick. And uh, when so he played at Bournemouth in March, he had, sort of this bizarre altercation with Josh King where City were like needing to hold on for the win and Walker nearly got himself sent off. Pep had to like separate them physically on the pitch to, um, to, to stop him doing anything. So, you know, coming into the game, he thought it's a good chance again to say Walker's maturing, <laughs> responding to the competition well and then two moments of rash, poor decision-making could have been off. You could say that he wouldn't have made the second challenge if he'd been booked to the first, but they were they were both poor.
1: Do you feel that's going to be City's undoing again this season? Maybe in the, in the, in the, I mean, the last season, the games they, they lost, you felt the games where they got needless mistakes yeah. and people flying tackles, maybe red cards and stuff. Do you still think that's a, a downfall
2: maybe in the City side? Um, they were very rash on Sunday. I mean... You're very lucky when Nicholas Otamendi decides to chest a ball to the centre forward in the six-yard box and you don't concede a goal. You know, they, they were very unlucky. Didn't that go off,
0: come off Edison's head? Came off Edison's
2: end. head, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, they, they were very unlucky to concede two goals in the way they did against Spurs. But, um, yeah, it was a bit, a bit too fast and loose. I think they sort of... The game got away from them a bit, and John Stones was praised after West Sam. He's now out injured. Um, so that question of depth kind of raises its its head again. <coughs> Sorry. Well,
0: we, we didn't think uh, it was going to be often, no. did we? No,
2: no. no, the perils of rice cakes.
1: Yeah, Charlotte, we've not spoken much about David Silver yet, but uh, Pep spoke his praises of. Him he did at not the weekend. conference yeah uh, his <laughs> last season at City as well how, how have you made of it I mean Pep said that he was surprised just how well silver's done in English football in general but at the weekend was that vintage David Silver from you
0: yeah it was brilliant and um, cheers yeah full stop <laughs> move on
1: looks <laughs> like a Pep answer that from yeah yeah,
0: yeah had enough um, uh, for me it was City's man of the match and made the difference for them and I think they are going to miss him. and But if you look at the strength and depth they've got in midfield, at least they've got other people that can step up to the plate. And are they going to be as good as him consistently? Maybe not. But I think as good as David Silva was, it was surprising to see how De Bruyne struggled because he's... De Bruyne's been exceptional ever since the first game of pre-season. He's, I'd argue, he's been the standout player for them. And everyone's come out and said, it's like having a new signing. But he just went missing on Sunday. and. Harsh. He did.
2: Yeah, he wasn't good. It wasn't good. It's a game of opinion shot. Have you opinion, I,
0: yeah? I had my opinion. And I, gave, and I gave him a six. <laughs>
1: yeah. Fair enough. Which yeah.
0: I, which I think, think was fair. David Silva got an eight. Stu who loves David Silva probably would have given him a 10
1: 11 or something.
2: Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. But
0: it wasn't an exceptional all-round performance from the team. And certainly 3-1, isn't it? And he was that. he was the standout performer, so.
2: Yeah. But I mean it, Silva got two assists. Yeah. But De Bruyne didn't play well but got one. Guerrero and Sterling didn't play that well but scored. scored. So, you know.
0: And that's where City. done. Yeah, that and that's where people can you can look and be like, "Oh, City behind Liverpool already, blah, blah blah blah. But they've just won without just how many players did we just named there. Yeah, four four of their best players not really performing very well, but yet they all scored or got, got an assist. De Bruyne wasn't happy with his performance afterwards, was he? But he became the fastest player in Premier League history to reach fifty, 50 assists. assists. Mm, yeah, so not bad for One someone.
2: All fanboys that.
0: Yeah, yeah, not bad for someone who wasn't on their day.
2: Yeah, Uh,
1: on Dorad Silva, there was a lot spoken about how City were going to replace Fandino in the summer. Do you think
2: Silva's going to be a player that City will have to buy in the replacement, or do you think there is enough quality? Well, if they do buy a replacement, then it's very bad news for Philip Foden because he's been, you know, they've said he's going to be the one to step up. He stepped up a bit towards the end of last season. He looked very good in summer, came in late. Well, he sort of starred for England at the under 21 euros made a big impression even though he turned up he came late to City's pre-season because of his um, England commitments and then uh, we've not really seen him sort of he's not really had a had a sniff yet and you sort of think Carabao Cup will come round but you, you know Foden should be getting involved in these Premier League games now because he's, he's good enough and he needs his his minutes to develop.
0: Even if it's just off the bench for now, but yeah. he's just yeah. not getting a look in.
2: Um, so... I guess
1: Champions League, depending on how the draw goes, that's like... Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. yeah. Right? Well,
0: after the international break, that's when yeah. the fixtures start to stack up and he's going to have to rotate his squad. And... If then the likes of Foden, yeah. if he's not getting in, if he's not starting, like, not, I don't mean getting off the bench, if he's not starting games, then he needs to be asking questions as to why. I mean,
1: yeah, It is only three games into the season, so maybe some of the, some yeah. the reactions has been a bit over the top on yeah, it, but yeah. you can see why yeah. some fans are but
2: maybe I, concerned. I but. think, um, for me, Bernardo is better in the middle than he is out wide as well. So he's another player that you would move in once, once Silva goes. Plenty of options. Yeah, but, you know, City, Guardiola especially likes to buy attacking players when you don't think he needs one, and that usually works out.
0: Because yeah. well, there's the whole Leroy Sane yeah. drama right. will rear its head again, no doubt. Yeah.
2: And of course, like you said, it's
1: the competition for places that makes pl- other players better, as I've always spoken about, Walker, and we got to see
2: Cancelo for the first time on Sunday, Charlotte. For about, what was it, three minutes? I'd be surprised if I looked up once in those yeah,
0: three minutes. Yeah, I don't, I don't think honest. I saw him touch the ball. <laughs> That's not because
2: this question just says Cancelo,
0: right? So he came on for uh, what I think was about three.
1: He literally came on as it went ninety minutes.
0: Yeah, so that was all. And
2: yeah, he didn't make an impression on
0: no. He didn't get. He didn't get a mark.
2: Yeah. So flawless performance.
0: Oh, he could have got, yeah, but, 10. He but, didn't do anything also
2: wrong. a forgettable performance. Yeah, it depends which way. It says a lot, doesn't it? I mean, he, he's said a lot of big things since he's arrived and about, you know, becoming a regular starter. So, Do
1: you think Walker's performance that weekend might lead Pep to think that Cancelo is maybe a safer
2: option if he wants to go? Well, no, I don't think so necessarily. I think Walker's performance maybe opened the door more than his first two performances of the season had um and i think we will see cancelo play right back
0: it just seemed a bit I and mean, i know Guardiola's not one for sentimentality but it did just seem a bit of a token
1: have you yeah
0: effort to to just bring him on in the ninetieth minute to stop people saying, when, well, when, "When's he going to make his first appearance in a City ship? Well, he did actually. He came on. It. That's the sort of Guardiola answer you'd get. He came on against Bournemouth. All right, he didn't touch the ball, but yeah, he came on.
2: Yeah, there was and, and there, just to break up the game, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, those are the players he could have brought on. I yeah. just Angelina. We're not talking. We're not getting into him.
1: He'll get his chance soon. Uh, final
0: question: Who Angelina? Yeah.
1: Final question. <laughs> Final question of the first half. Oh the it's first be, half.
0: This, this is the last one. one. Oh
1: well. There is <laughs> We hitting at it before, but VAR again, Cy, si, every week. Yeah. Got to speak about VAR. What was it like? Again, I think it's better for the listeners at least, what was it like? In in the stadium, because oh, you two are there, you don't get these T V replays and stuff, but how was it conveyed? We, well to we you? did
2: get the we got the the replay of the penalty and uh I, it's one of those that looks more of a penalty on the replay than... In real time? Um, yeah, but that's because it's harder to spot Lerma stepping on Silva's foot in real time. Um, uh, for,
1: in, so in real time, did I you think it was a penalty straight away? I, I probably
2: didn't.
0: No, but then you watch the replay, which is what VAR is supposed to be all about, isn't it? Watching yeah. the replay to miss thing, to get things that people have missed and somehow they still didn't see it
2: yeah and it's kind of, and, and yeah you don't get much communication I think it
0: in the ground there's barely any co-
2: no it's, <laughs> I had
0: absolutely again had absolutely yeah, no idea what it's was going on
2: about 24 hours since I asked the Premier League for an explanation on it and not heard Just anything from that. them so probably gone to a VR review that's yeah I mean it, well different people are saying different things but you hear about this whole high bar for overturning penalty decisions and It, it, again, spoke so much about it last week and I'm so fed up of talking about
0: it. But it's going to be every single game, isn't it? Because every single City game we've had this season, it's been a big talking point. There was the Raheem Sterling marginally offside, disallowed goal. Then, obviously, the Laporte handball. And there's
1: the goal that Sterling did score at West Ham that... Still got reviewed, didn't it? But it was allowed. Yeah,
2: yeah. Then yeah. Laporte penalty yeah. as well. Yeah.
0: Laporte handball and then Jesus. Yeah, and we're on and Rodri. and Rodri should have had a penalty. And now seven or eight. I and know. now we're on the third game and that's still the only question that that's the main question that's being asked after the game, yeah. what do you think of VAR? So what VAR? do you do
1: with
2: VAR at the moment then? Do you think it's not fit for purpose and it should be scrapped for now? or I just think communication needs to be so much better. Like, just, So do you think it, it should be like... Even if the even if we don't accept the decisions, if they mm. say this is why we made them yeah. and we mm. are backing referees, so even if they've made a terrible call on a penalty, we're going to tell you why they've made this terrible. They're going to say, I don't think him standing on his foot... Was enough to for him to f- fall to the ground, or it, the ball was going out of play, so he wouldn't have got there anyway, or anything. Even if you just dis- just tell us why, because um, otherwise it just looks like they made a mistake and they won't own up to it, and they're just hoping that people forget about it. And it's
0: the communication in the ground isn't great either, and no. I don't, I don't personally know how that can be changed because after the Spurs game, was fans coming out of the stadium going past, past the press box saying, what why was it disallowed? They had no idea because it doesn't say disallowed for ha- Laporte handball, does it? It just says yeah. VAR goal disallowed. And if you're at the stadium, well, fair enough, that was right at the end. So you could probably, people going out, they're going on their phones, so they're going to find out quickly. But if that's happened in the first 10 minutes and you can't get on your phone to find out and you just sat there wondering why it's just
2: yeah we've had three games and at least three times well at least once in each game fans and journalists have been utterly mystified over a decision
0: and that's what they need to change no one's ever, not everyone's going to agree with every single decision that's made yeah which is the same that happened before VAR was in place yeah but everyone needs to know what, what's happened and why it's happened and it needs, that needs to happen and it needs to happen quicker than it does now.
1: There you are, Premier League. You've been sent your warning by Charlotte Dunker herself. You've not got long to respond. Uh, I'm sure we'll have another one of those discussions next week after the weekend's wait. game. But uh, time for our quick teaser. Oh, it's a no. very easy one this week. Since January the 1st this year, who has scored the most Premier League goals for City and how many do they have? we'll be back after this short break hello and welcome back to the Talking City podcast just before the break we left Charlotte and Simon bewildered with the teaser question: since January the 1st this year 2019 who has scored more Premier League goals for City I asked who's got the most Premier League goals Ash has given the options of Sterling or Aguero and there's a bonus point if you can say who's scored if you can name the the tally so should we have one guess each who do you think has got the most Premier League, Premier League goals. goals for City this calendar year.
0: Aguero.
2: I'd say Aguero as well. Go for.
0: Is that the wait? Is that right?
2: Yes.
1: Ten. G- it's going to be closest to the mark. This.
0: Thirteen.
1: Aguero's got sixteen Premier League goals. Wow, this year. that's good. Sterling second with thirteen. Good. I'm not sure what that teaser does, but <laughs> another one of those next time. Uh, Next question from Ash he's put on here was have City improved since last season so far do you think you've seen improvements with the new recruits and the style of play
2: yes yeah I think they're better I think they're a better team I think they do a bit more but I think they're still in that phase where they're kind of learning how to sort of fine tune those improvements I think one after the international break for instance I think they'll be they'll look a lot sharper and uh, they will be a lot more formidable, but I think we saw against Spurs, that was, it was it was pretty worrying for the Premier League. Our City absolutely battered Spurs, who were supposedly the third best team in the league. Um and the
0: second best team in Europe.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Um, City just monstered them. And I mean, we saw in summer they were working on set pieces a bit more and trying a few more creative things. They've got De Bruyne, who can just do things that no one else in the league can do. Rodri, who I know you're a big fan of, Rich, will sort of improve the team a lot, I think, and add something that Fernandinho doesn't. Um And he also helps for set pieces. So I think, yeah, they're a lot. They are better, whether the are sort of problems with the squad or the defence is still an issue, whether that'll cost them remains to be seen but I think overall they are stronger
1: I guess the problem Charlotte for City is that when outsiders look at how they've improved they are going to just put on a points tally and trophies won for City so City might play better football this season they might not win as many trophies last season they might not get as many points but mm. do you think that the it's, it's
0: down to luck though isn't it and catching that luck and getting the right draws in the, in the cup games and that sort of thing so yeah you're right they might not win everything domestically this year, but they could play better football. And of course if, if you're a City fan, what what would you rather? They'd rather than win the trophies. They might yeah. come out and say they don't. They might come out and say, oh, well, we'd rather... if It doesn't really matter right if way. we don't win anything, providing we play this spectacular style of football. They're still going to play a very good level of football, but if it's the difference between your football going up another level and missing out on two trophies, then they're not going to want that, are they? But it re- the, the biggest test is going to be to see the Champions League. But that's down to luck again, isn't VAR. it? VAR. Yeah, because... Do
1: you think that's going to be City's almost biggest challenge of season, is just VAR giving them the...
0: Well, I don't think you can blame it on that because every single team has, has got to go in with that ruling. So if anyone tries to come round and say this is the reason why City aren't going to win, VAR's is the reason why City aren't going to win And everything then that's just absolutely ridiculous excuse because every single team could come out and say that, Liverpool could come out and say that next week, or oh, we're not going to win the league because of VAR. Maybe they will. Klopp, Klopp pre- press
1: conference. You can hear it now. As long as it's not too windy at Anfield this season, they should be winning the Premier League anyway. Uh,
0: well, they've got enough things to blame things on, so why don't you just chuck VAR in as well? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Me how? <laughs>
2: Where, where do we go from there? <laughs> well, I um, guess... Try and salvage that. <laughs> VAR. Um, I, think, I think VAR will be a, a thing that... An easy thing to blame things on. Yeah, but it's an easy excuse, isn't it? Like, a, you know, at Bournemouth City, Pep came out and sarcastically trolled VAR, but there were clearly other things that he was unhappy about. So, like Charlotte says, if City gets to the end of the season and blame VAR, then...
0: I don't think yeah. they, I don't think they will though either no, because no. I think when Guardiola has been asked about VAR and he's given a non sarcastic response he's turned around and said like like, like Jesus's disallowed goal he's like well yeah that's all well and good he doesn't think it should have been disallowed but the fact that they had 30 shots on target yeah. not on target 30 shots on goal sure and that. they yeah. should have scored and that's what he was sa- that's what he was trying to say yeah that was it shouldn't have been disallowed but we should have it was in our hands to win the game anyway.
2: Yeah and he's all you know he's one of football's poets isn't he as Jose would say and he plays all this lovely football and he, you ask him how they can improve and he says oh we just want to play nice football and all we want. that's how we want and you know he's also the man that will play Sergio Aguero and Raheem Sterling at home to Stockport County and beat Burton 9-0 so he's he is a winner. There is nobody who wants trophies more than than him.
1: Liverpool fans might argue against that. They might want the title more this season. It just means more to some fans, side. But uh, they beat <laughs> Arsenal at the weekend. What have you made of, of their start to the season, Liverpool? Do you think they are still the, the only side that can beat City in the Premier League this season to the title?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Tottenham d- did well to get a point. But showed their sort of nervousness against um, against Newcastle, and they've got a few few issues at at home. People are talking up at Arsenal after two games, and now people surprise are,
0: surprise people want people are saying
2: why Emery's never going to get Arsenal to where they want to be. Um, Liverpool, having had a pretty terrible preseason, look pretty good again. Um, I think they'll struggle to be as good as they were last season, which is why I think City will still edge it. But they've certainly looked very good. And when you beat your rivals 3-0, it's... uh, 3-1. 3-1. It
1: was a late consolation goal. that meant nothing. Yes.
2: The producer celebrated it wildly. But it also meant not a clean sheet for for Liverpool again. Bad Virgil van Dijk lost his uh, dribble past yeah. record finally. If nobody cares, do nobody they? But
1: and that's such a tenuous stack. I'm yeah. pretty sure. God, what? Who cares? Let's not even discuss it because no. who cares? Um, Charlotte Brighton this weekend for Man City is a. They've been quite tricky opponents in the past for City. They had that FA Cup semi final, which was quite tight they had the last day of the season which was eventually comfortable but looked quite troublesome at the time but at home you'd expect nothing more than a comfortable home win for City
0: yeah I don't think it's going to pose any problems for City at all Aguero you and Stur- well if those players that we mentioned from Sunday actually ha- have good games then you could be talking if only one of them has a good game yeah De Bruyne for example 4-5-0 yeah. four, four, no. easy Big, bold, bold claims. Bold,
2: yeah. I like I like Graham Potter, and I'm glad he's got the Swansea job. And I'm very intrigued to see how they will line up and try and stop and beat City. Um, Brighton. No, he's talking. How Oh, not Swansea. He said Swansea.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I was glad he got the Swansea job, and I'm even more pleased that he's got the Brighton job. Well,
1: the Osterson's
2: job. Were you happy when uh, he got that? uh, I was a bit unconvinced then, (laughs) Um, but uh, but yeah, it could very easily be a big home win. What do you think?
0: I just hope we're not talking about VAR at the end of it. I've yeah. got a horrible feeling we're gonna be. But hopefully if they've won four or five nil, then surely it VAR's gotta be quite low down on the to talk about agenda.
1: I guess the final question from that point of view though is how what do you think the best way for Brighton would be to approach the game? How can you frustrate City? How can you stop them? like you said, maybe it only takes one moment of magic and or one player to turn up and it can really get away from you? But as you said, the Bournemouth certainly Adapted their setup to to subdue City to some degree, but what do you think Brighton can actually do? Because well, if
0: Brighton go there and try and attack, I think they'll probably get annihilated.
2: Yeah, but you, you've got to be quick on the counter. Yeah, because I mean, with Stones injured, like Laporte and Otamendi are slow. Um, That's what glamour is. Bournemouth had a lot of pace, like Wilson's quick, yeah. King's very quick, so they could do that. Um, whether Brighton will be able to yeah. to do it, but um, yeah, they sort of isolate Zinchenko and Walker as well. So it's it's a big test for a city defence, sort of first team defence that's still finding its its stripes together and, and learning what they all what they all do.
0: Well I'm sure they'll be fine. Yeah.
2: So yeah. what was your prediction? Four or five nil? Hm. Mm. Side? Do you go
1: similar yeah. to that?
2: Yeah, I would. Okay.
0: They scored three without Managing to get anywhere near being good, so.
1: So if they turn <laughs> up, weekend, So if yeah.
0: they turn up four or five nil easy.
1: What a treat City fans have this weekend coming for them. Then thank you very much, Sign Charlotte, for joining us today thank on the Talking City podcast. Thanks. Please join us next week for more VR discussion when City only win eight one or something this weekend. Thank you for giving us a listen. And Please do leave a like and subscribe if you haven't already, and we will see you again next time.